RadioInfluence.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday post-midterm edition of the Dark to Light podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. It's the day after. How much sleep did you get? I didn't get very much sleep last night. Uh, well, I I got out of the studio around 1030 and I went and I grabbed myself a little bit of something to eat. It wasn't the best choices last night, but whatever. I can I can cheat from time to time. And I then I, uh, it just took me a long time to download a nearly four hour broadcast and encode it and upload it. So I wasn't able to jump into the shower until close to 1230 in the morning. So it was the shower that really put me over. I was in bed by 130 or so. I said I, I was checking. Yeah, no, I said I was going to go to bed at like 1130, 12 and I didn't. I didn't. It was like 2, 230 yeah. when I finally fell asleep. Um. But we had a lot of surprises last night, Frank, in my opinion, because a lot of us were expecting this absolutely massive red tsunami to sweep across the country. And of course, starting early in the day, we had a ton of problems all over the place with elections and that didn't happen. However, however, before like we're still it appears very likely, actually, that we're going to take the House of Representatives back into the red column. We're looking at the map live right now. Um, I have a whole bunch of maps pulled up, but it, I think we need, what did I say, 14 seats to take to get yeah. to the majority? Yeah. So we need 14 seats. Nevada's looking good. Um, Arizona, there's still probably about a half a million votes left out there that have not been counted yet, which in this close of, of a race, which it is, could make the big difference. And a lot of those votes that are there in Arizona are same-day drop-offs which typically lean Republican very heavily. Um, but but it's clear Maricopa County can't get their heads out of their ass, Frank. Like, oh, yeah. As I said last night when I had you call into, quite frankly, it, I, I think it'd be prudent to send Pennsylvanians and citizens of Maricopa County to Guam to, to uh, put their votes in. Guam did well. Guam. And you want to know something? <laughs> in 2020... I said all you need to know about how the entire country would have been if not for shenanigans was New Hampshire. It's a little tiny, little tiny outlier, little tiny New England state that not a lot of people are going to pay attention to. The entire state washed red, except, of course, for its electoral college votes, which went to the, the, uh, the dementia patient. And I said, I said, this is your 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 bellwether, what the entire country would have been like. Um, and Guam is the bellwether. <laughs> the, the, the enti- yeah. For me, Guam is the bellwether. That is what we would that is what the the, uh, the story would have been if we lived in a different world from coast to coast. It would have been shocking. 40 year Democrat held seat turn red. Shocking. Every anybody who is in touch with their gut, who's in touch with what their surroundings has any kind of situational awareness knows what kind of an environment we live in, knows what kind of outright rejection of the Democrat. Now, Democrat Party has been like around us 100 percent. No doubt about it. This is 
Get, get the hell out of here. Yeah, I mean, I, look, Florida ran honest elections. Okay, they did. They ran honest elections. Miami-Dade goes goes red. Marco Rubio wins by more than 10 points. Okay, that, that's Florida isn't some weird island onto itself someplace in, in Narnia, okay? And I and I know and I and I because the, the last thing I saw before I went to bed is people who are obviously they're they're trying to handle a lackluster evening compared to what we all know it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one thing I don't know maybe someone like Rich Barris maybe someone like you it's anybody else out there I'll be looking out for this the the big thing here whether it be crisis tweeting or whatever was people trying to cast blame whether or not it was a um, how much of this was bad candidacy, how much of this was Trump's fault, mm. how much of this was Trump's fault in, the, in the, the way that his presence is becoming toxic. He's not a kingmaker anymore. Or how much is it Trump's uh, how much is it tied to Trump where people were not close enough to him? They said that Lee Zeldin lost because he was too close to Trump. Uh, they said that, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm. So the, the Trump factor is confusing to me. I don't even I, I never even tried to understand it in the first place because I, I, I went into this election very guarded. Nothing really significantly happened. John Fetterman, I, I already said this across all my socials. I'll say it again tonight. Congress was never off limits to mentally challenged people. See Hank Johnson from Georgia. <laughs> but, it, but we are now sending or a chemically retarded man in John Fetterman is being sent to the United States Senate. That is purely a taunt. It's a taunt. Uh, I, I, I I know I, Oz. Look, I totally agree with you. As I said on Monday's show, Pennsylvania is 2022's North Carolina of 2020. And but they did the same thing with Biden. They sent a mentally deranged puppet to the White House just to say, Screw you, people! And that's oh, what happened. Oh, this was simple. Uh, th- th- that's this was what simple. I, I mean, <laughs> the guy. Because, because thank you for bringing up Biden. Because what they showed us they could do to send Biden to the White House. This was simple. I, I did he concede yet? Is this race over in Pennsylvania? I, I well, well, last thing I saw, it was I like thought it was going to take weeks to count. Frank, I mean, oh well, yeah, it'll take weeks to count if Fetterman wasn't in the lead. Oh, but oh, they, oh. But, but they, I think last time I saw, it was like 94 percent reporting, and he had a at least hundred a thousand or so vote lead. I, I don't. I'm going to so jump I, over to Pennsylvania in a second, but I want to focus on New York for a minute. Most people might say, "Ah, who gives a crap about New York?" It's the <laughs> I care about New York. What happened in New York yesterday was insane, okay? They right now have Kathy Hochul winning Suffolk County with... They have a check mark next to her name. And she has... I don't know. Suffolk County came in with 58% of the vote for Zeldin. Um, Kathy Hochul didn't even win her home area in Buffalo. Well, she did by like what? Barely. And I'm looking at this map right now and I'm like, New York doesn't make any sense. And they called it yesterday without without Suffolk County. And let me tell you the reason why Suffolk County's votes weren't counted, Frank. And you tell me what you think about this. The wireless went down and they couldn't transmit their votes to the central tally location. 
since what is that i don't know new york law is is are you supposed to be transmitting votes over wireless in the internet i know i don't know there's um, a lot of people really upset about what's going on in New York right now. And Zeldin has not conceded. Um, 92% of the vote has been counted there. It says Hochul is up by three or four percentage points. And Zeldin hasn't conceded. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep watching New York. I mean, Staten Island went overwhelmingly Zeldin. Um but she took Manhattan at 71 per, like Kings County 71% of the vote. I mean are these people do they have thinking brains in their heads? What are they they've doing? They've already they've already done so much. They've already done so much. I I they, I'm telling you it's a, the all decorums out the window. I said it last night because I um I I wanted to try to keep I wanted to try to keep even keel for people. I don't want to be a uh you know, uh, just a, a pessimist for anybody. I don't want to be a crazy optimist that this is whatever. I, I will always say it. We are looking at a mentally, spiritually, we are looking at a generational change in the United States for people. And it's a, and it's a good change. As far as what is being expressed in the results, you, you've got to understand the system that we're up against cannot be voted away. The people, the money that is being controlled here the, the plans that they have for the planet is so much bigger than 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 them allowing any kind of a traditional uh, election to go on so that you can dictate what goes on in your in your state or locality. Yeah, it, it's it's so much bigger than that. And um, and when you think about someone like Joe Biden, who they went so over the top in trying to sell that he was popular and that people wanted him, that they actually assigned to him. The, the number 81 million votes. Mm. They assigned that number of votes to him over 10 million more than the first black president. Um, when they do something that big, it is they they have to buck history. They cannot allow them to get wiped out in the midterm just two years later. Yeah. How do you go from 81 million to completely decimated two years later? They, they couldn't allow it. So yeah, they'll give us, they'll, they'll, they'll maybe allow us to have a, a five vote squeaker lead in the house but i i always thought that this was this is what the, what the result was going to be not the reality it wasn't going to be reality reflected how long just, can they continue to do that if what you're saying is true right like let's say they, how long can they do that before like like i know a lot of democrats that like i maintained a friendship with that are so angry today that their vote was taken from them like you mean so democrats many, that democrats that, that voted republican they're like, all of my friends voted Republican. What the hell is happening? Welcome I to the club, friends. Glad to have you. <laughs> you know, I know you're talking to about New York City. Yeah. My, my, my show opened up last night with a buddy of mine from New York City calling in, my buddy Christian. He, uh, he, he called. I saw him pop up. I said, oh, I'm taking this guy in. And uh, he said, Frank, I just voted Republican all the way through for the first time in my life. This guy was a Bernie Sanders voter like maybe two or three cycles ago. And it was 2020 where he started seeing how Trump was being was being uh, treated and how this whole thing was nonsense. And now he in New York City, along with a lot of his friends, because they were lockdown resistors, they were shot resistors and all that stuff. They went Republican across the board. I know it's anecdotal. I, you and I spoke about that. Mm -hmm. But that just goes to show how in the 
the little pocket, the pocket of New York, which is the five boroughs that everybody says, so goes the city, so goes New York. There is no monolithic uh, voting group anymore. Yeah. They're just they're just going on the projected tradition of New York is Democrat. There's eight million people. Not all of them are registered to vote. Not all of them vote. When they do vote, they don't vote monolithically. And those traditional voting patterns have been had their back broken over the last two years. So in a, yeah. in a state of 21 million people, I don't think that the beaver won. Well, I mean, look at freaking Florida if you want to talk about that. I mean, Miami-Dade is 70% Hispanic and went red. That's a traditionally, like, when you when you remove every obstacle to cheat or every method to cheat via law, you get a fairer election. Was it 100% fair? No, there's fraud in every damn election, hands down. But Florida, Florida, you can't have that happen and then, like, everything else doesn't make any sense. Like, that's the thing. We're going to talk about Arizona for a second because... There are about 850,000 votes left to count in Arizona. Um, they are coming in two to one, usually GOP. So that, as per um, as per some folks, would mean that, that Lake would win by just under 200,000 votes and Fincham, Secretary of State candidate, would win by less than 100,000 votes. I'm wondering... What happens to Masters there? I don't know if those votes will be enough to put him over the edge. They should, but I'm 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 jury's out for me on Arizona right now. It it really is. Um Nevada looks to be going our way. Um Laxalt is gonna take the Senate seat there. We're gonna take the governorship there. Um it it's it's really looking to be going our way. So that's good. And I, I do think we're going to take the House. I do. And it just all depends on the Senate. Remember, guys, too, the entire time, everybody was like, well, the Senate's going to be 50-50 or 50. Like, it's not going to be a blowout in the Senate. And then towards the end, we were all like, oh, it looks like we could pick up four or five seats in the Senate. Oz is a terrible candidate, but he still is like everybody that saw that debate was like, no, I can't vote for that guy. There's just no way. Yeah. You I can't mean, even if you, if you speak. Had, if, if it comes down between Oz and Fetterman, you at least have to send the guy to the Senate who can speak. Can you imagine? Can you imagine John Fetterman uh, delivering a filibuster address? We're trying to question a witness. I mean, it's um, here's here's what I think, because as I always tell a pollster like Rich or anybody else who does deep analytics on this, I, I appreciate their work because I think it's very valuable in understanding where people are trending and how they are how they are receiving and um, perceiving certain issues in the country. How really important is abortion to people as opposed to the uh, kitchen table economics of being able to feed your family? Who knows? That That's the stuff that's important in understanding reality. As far as understanding what what kind of result we're going to have to live with, you have to think like a criminal these days. Yeah. And and I when I came into this, I'm thinking, OK, 81 million lie. You have that. You have the historical reality that the incumbent always gets their ass kicked in the following midterm, which except doesn't, for except for now, <laughs> except <laughs> except for now. So but I'm thinking here is, OK, well, uh, they could freak out about how we're going to get shellacked and then they could pretend that this. OK, well, we took a hit. We lost the House, not by much. Maybe they retain the Senate. What does that do? 
it gives that if you're trying to think of silver linings for giving up the Senate for two years, uh, giving up the the House for two years, um, allowing some of this to happen like this, uh, the silver linings is that we are about to enter in a, enter into a really horrible time of economic downturn, the the shortages. Whatever the hell is going to go on with uh, with Russia and Ukraine and China, that's going to come to blows soon. I'd have to imagine it's the only thing left on there. They need a war to, to keep this reset going on um, to have a split house and to make sure that there is split responsibility for the hell that's coming. That is definitely something that could uh, that could be they can start twisting Republicans in the in the House's arm. Listen, we're trying to respond to the greatest crisis of our lifetime, but now we have a split Congress and we couldn't act like we could a couple of couple of months ago or whatever the hell else. There's going to be that in play. There is they can still say, well, historically, we did take a hit. We lost the House, but we know it's all nonsense. They should have had their throats cut. You know, it, so so there's so much opportunity inside of this bullshit. Sorry inside of this chaotic little window of of influx and whatever that um oh god it's just it's just too much it's too much to even think about write down timestamps because you can't keep your potty mouth off the broadcast for goodness sake 949 or something like that with the b-bombs flying just flying this morning frank did i say it more than once no okay one time (laughs) but i I don't want to look at it like that. I don't because that would mean that we would all go home and cry, and I'm not ready to do that yet. Oh, I'm not gonna cry. So this is this is. What other race? I mean, Chris uh, Nome won in South Dakota. Obviously, Florida was a was a, a wallop. Texas was a wallop. Um, you know what I find very interesting though? We're looking at Arizona and the governor's race in Arizona as though it's a presidency. That's how I feel about it. I mean, you are, when you talk about governors and you talk about senators, you're talking about statewide one person, one vote, Democratic, uh, you know, purely Democratic elections. Those are the same. That's the same exact uh, mode of selecting elect, the electors for the presidency. So when you see this kind of problem still in Arizona, when you see John Fetterman, which is a statewide election to send a senator to the United States Senate. You're thinking 2024 as yep, well. Yep. John Fetterman is not just John Fetterman. This means that whoever the Democrat candidate for 2024, if they if the, the election for president was last night, Pennsylvania would still be assigned blue. Yeah, well, I mean, especially when with them taking the governor's race so resoundingly, so resoundingly. Um, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, obviously, there's an inspiration factor there with Oz, and 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 for a lot of people, Senate races and down ballot races is not as sexy as the presidential race. So who knows? Maybe there would be an edge. But we know what's been going on in Pennsylvania. Not much has really changed. And now that they maintain Democrat control in the governor's mansion, there, what is going to change? Because the legislature has been completely unconstitutionally ignored. Yeah, I mean, even even as as quickly as, as last night. Switching over to Georgia, though, we're going to a runoff in the Herschel Walker-Warnock race, Frank. We're going to a runoff in that race. I think it's December 6th, if I'm not mistaken. Those um, are fun. Yeah, those are always great. Um, 
what doesn't make sense to me is I believe I have to triple check this. Let me just see. And we're going to talk about some AG races in a second, too. That went really well for us. Because if Missouri v. Biden is any indication, state AGs have a lot of power to try and rein in the federal government right now. And it's working. Yeah, so let's look at Kemp. Kemp won by by almost 10 points. It was 2.1 million votes to 1.8 million votes against the Abrams, okay? You're telling me that the governor, the Republican governor won by that much and down, down ballot didn't? It doesn't make logical sense that Herschel Walker and, and here, let's look. Come on. All right. Raphael Warnock has 1.935 million votes to Herschel Walker's 1.9 million votes. So it's about a 30, it's, it's less than a percentage point difference between the two of them. It's about a half a percentage point, if that. Well, maybe closer to one percentage point, but not one percentage point. How is that? That doesn't jive with the rest of the results from the state. Like, how are you going to tell everybody that this race was more important to people than the governor's race? What do you think about that? Like, I don't know. That doesn't matter. I know. I know. What? What? Why? Again. Why does why did so many down ballot elections go Trump's way in 2020, but the uh, but the electoral college votes for the for the presidency went to the uh, the diaper man? I, the diaper well, man. Not, not, not a lot makes sense. No, I mean I know. And then let's see what else was I looking at? Oh, AGs. I wanted to look at attorney generals. Um, um, Kobach. Uh, hold on. Let me just pull this up. I had something here. Chris Kobach in Kansas um, being told that's a b- very big race. He was he was beaten by like beaten to death by Republican establishment in Washington and in Kansas. Doesn't owe anyone 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 anything. Absolutely fearless before that. Now he's fearless and knows his enemies. Uh, super smart guy. Looks to me like here we go. I like my attorney generals to be strong. Why? Because we're seeing in the Missouri v. Biden case right now, um, two states suing the federal government with wildly successful results. Wildly successful. Because unlike in 2020, typically when a state sues a the federal government or there's some sort of infringement in that way, courts will take that very seriously because the next step after that goes to the Supreme this, this is this is important. If you, the whole middle of the country is all the whole country's red. I, I don't care what you say. I, I like it's it's almost the whole country is red. It just yeah. it bothers me that you can like the coasts are even the Virginia was another one that blew everybody's minds last night. Rich was talking about Virginia quite a bit. Yeah, I mean there there was there's quite a bit unexpected wins in Virginia. And that's, you know, uh, you, you got to take that into a, into a account. I, I, you should be able to. I understand that things change from re, uh, motivations change region to region. But Virginia, we were told, was this purple blue state. And in the last two elections, the last year and a half alone, look at what's been going on over there. And I, I, ha- I have a hard time as a completely unscientific observer 
of uh, a politics, if you even want to call it, this is not even politics. Uh, it's a completely un, unscientific observer of all this stuff. I have no choice but to extrapolate this out to the rest of the country and say, uh, you're telling me that there's no consistency. There's no consistency anywhere. There's no ga- there is no gains in California yeah. after they got the crap beat out of them. They got the crap. You have you have chunk younger from uh, from the Young Turks beating up on Eric Garcetti in law La- in Los Angeles, talking about how horrible the Democrat. This is a socialist. Uh, the Democrat Party, a, a goat, a goat loving socialist in at the Young Turks is beating up on Democrats for how they are managing, mismanaged the city, how they destroyed people's lives. Everything is trash. The uh, the, the COVID lockdowns, the, the financial mismanagement. You're telling me that there weren't any moderate gains even in traditionally conservative areas, once conservative areas of California after the last two and a half years? It, it, it makes no it, sense. Nobody's happy with any any of this. Nobody's happy with any of it. Like, literally nobody. And again, like I said, Democrats are saying to themselves right now, I know what it feels like to have my vote effed with because this is just not legit. I'm just looking at this map like anybody. Let's check the chat real quick. See what's going on over there. There's Um, a lot going on. Yeah, I see everybody's. uh, Oh, yeah. Ken Paxton won in uh, Texas. Um you guys are really chiming in. I like everybody here. Like everybody here. Uh, California stopped counting the votes years ago. Absolutely. I, I, that's another thing. I mean, look at California. Can you see the map? Are you looking at the show at the same time as where? Oh, uh, I have it paused over here because that's it's fine. on a delay. Yeah, that's fine. Well, the, the, I mean, the California. I see it now. I see it now. The whole coast, the whole West Coast is just blue because these people like to live in squalor, apparently. Like, the. the my son was texting me this morning about how Donald Trump is going to run for president in 2024. He was texting me. And I said, unfortunately, kiddo, it doesn't look like we it have matters. fair elections anymore. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, our, count- our votes aren't being counted fairly. And he said, bruh. <laughs> because he's 13. <laughs> and I'm trying to explain to him how the world works. Viv, on the other hand, is voting her first presidential election next go round. And she knows far too, far too well what's going on here. But the worst thing is the, the, the abortion bills that passed, the resolutions, the propositions that were on the, uh, the docket, like California after birth, basically after birth abortion passed. Mm-hmm. People voted for that. So, so when you have soulless people out there at the polls voting to that, kill. Oh, abor- it passed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, they could. They could keep uh, keep a, a living child put a living child off to the side uh for for a few moments stitch up the mom and then kill the child uh prop one <laughs> let's see prop one california i want to read it that whole coast that whole coast deserves the big one yeah look i mean amends the california constitution to add the right to choose to have an abortion and use contraceptives that's how they word it. 65% of the vote, yes. But when you actually read that, yeah, that's not the way it reads. And I can't find it right now because I didn't have it up. Um, but they have articles everywhere. Proposition 1, abortion rights, ballot, member, ballot measure passes. 
Well, I got to hear what the hell's in it. Hold on. The state constitution will expressly guarantee a person's fundamental right to choose to have an abortion and their fundamental right to choose or refuse contraceptives. Um, they that's, will that's, not provide the text of this thing. Oh, yeah, wait. Because what? California law allows a person to have an abortion until the point that a physician determines there is a reasonable likelihood of the fetus's sustained survival outside of the uterus without application of extraordinary medical measure measures, which basically means exactly what, what? we said, because it's, it's subjective to the doctor performing the procedure. So, oh, wait a second. Uh, what are those? What are those measures, though? Because if you if a child born at nine months, I mean they can't nothing can survive on its own. Is that oxygen? Is that you know who knows what that is? Who knows what that is? Is it oxygen? Is it is it whatever? But it passed either way. Either way, whatever. it passed. But bottom line is this, guys: there are sixty four house 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 seats left in play. If we get to a majority of 218, we, we take control of the House. And what that means for us is a few things. Number one, we can take a breath, a breath that we need so badly, so badly, we can take a breath. It also means that everybody needs to get their asses on the phone and get to their state reps in places where elections went like crap again and get it fixed this time. You've got some more time now again before the presidential election. Fix your elections at the state level it needs to be done like florida had a whole bunch of measures they put into place and they they hired a task force there was videos of these they're arresting people in florida for for voter fraud oh wow what a novel concept um the senate it doesn't there's four seats left in play for the senate Fox News is projecting one of two Republicans will prevail in Alaska. I didn't even expect that. Um, it looks like, I mean, I don't think the Senate is out of contention yet. And Arizona, we've got to wait to call. And there's a, they, there is a re, there is a runoff election in Georgia and everybody better get their asses out and vote because this can't be a repeat of 2020 where everybody stayed home and didn't vote or got pissed off and didn't vote or whatever. Can't be. I, I, I mean, Arizona is just nuts. And that's I, Arizona is just nuts. That Carrie Lake did not have a, uh, resounding a lead the lead throughout this entire thing. That it, it is just all, dog training this is just all dog training what to accept what to accept and i said it uh i said it yesterday too it's become it's become a pretty a pretty sad thing when i when i saw somebody on vox um i saw somebody on vox had put out this ridiculous it's one of many articles like this the headline on vox was several states including key swing states may not be called on election night that's normal Here's what to expect. Yeah, it's always normal. It's always normal. Right, right. And I and it's and I'm and I'm I, I'm I I imagine to myself what it must be like that feeling of limitlessness that comes along with being able to just arbitrarily change 
generations worth of election night norms and expectations in less than and then, yeah in, in less than two years and then trademarking in that same amount of time this um this phenomenon called the red mirage that always ends with your party winning right when all teams lost it's an incredible <laughs> It's the feeling it must be. They must. Some of them must really feel like I know many of them jump off the top of buildings mysteriously. I think I'm starting to think that they're not actually suicides or homicides. I think they actually believe Believe they they can can fly. fly. I think they believe they can actually fly. I don't because they're limitless everywhere else. I don't. They're limit. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. I don't even want to like entertain what you're saying, even though it's true. It hurts so bad. It hurts so bad to think that this is where we are. There are so, there is like, how do you continue? Like they're gonna give us a carrot and, a, and every once in a while to just keep us tame. But the whole country is starting to realize what the hell is going on here. What happens then? Like, that's what I'm saying. What happens when all the, Demo- like what happens when 50 to 60% of the Democrats are voting Republican and they're still losing? What happens then? Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, they will. That's when we start really seeing a lot more military, military um, suppression of. I, I don't know. We're we're going to be seeing the end of the illusion soon. Uh, you had people like Claire McCaskill already saying maybe we should bring in the UN to monitor our elections. We need to start bringing very honest outside. Oh yeah, yeah. Out, outside military uh, forces to to want. It. That's what's going to happen here because, like you said. There's going to be a lot more Republican and Democrat left-leaning people who, uh, who at the end of the day, want to at least be able to live in a place that's free enough to argue with those who disagree and maybe try to eke this one out. I've always said it's one thing if you enjoy the, the servitude, if you enjoy the tyranny, if you actually agree with it, then it's an advantage for you. This is an exciting time. But the day that you disagree is the day you realize you never had a choice. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a lot more frightening. When that day comes, then we are already going to be 10, 12 some odd years into this being normal, these elections being normal, where Democrats win in the most unlikely of ways. And this is just the way that we're supposed to believe the country is. And then to go outside of that normalcy and to go into state law and to make things harder for them to cheat then becomes an affront to democracy. Yeah. You see. Yeah. You know, because you're, you're, you're going after the normal. And, and that, that's the that's the real problem here. Florida did it right. They acted quickly and decisively. Pennsylvania and people inside of Pennsylvania, which is a is a garnet red state. No doubt about it. Pennsylvania is a garnet red state. They have a really tough situation right now because they are in a, a spot where they are very, 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 very close to be considered the California of the East Coast if they do not make something happen quick. What the craziest thing is, again, even North Carolina, I'm going to say, like this whole purple nonsense in North Carolina, um, Bud won. They flipped their Supreme Court, which is also really, really awesome. However, you know, Nurse Sarah. Yeah. She ran for Forsyth School Board. It was a, it was, she ran a campaign. Like this was a campaign. Like they were serious out there for the school board race. Super serious. All three of the Democrats won. All three of them. Like it doesn't make any sense. And they're, you know, they hold on to certain places until the very end. Like they held on to North Carolina in 2020 
until they knew whether or not they needed it. When they knew they didn't need it, they gave it to us where it belonged. They're doing, they, I thought they were going to do the same thing in Pennsylvania, but it looks like they might be using Arizona instead. I, like the fact that we have to win elections by 30 points to actually win them is disgusting to me. But again, we're probably going to win the House. I'm 99% sure we're going to take the House and you know have power and control of the House. What does that mean? It means we can take a breath for a little while. That's what it means. We have some, some representation at the federal level for a little while. Um, the Senate is up in the air right now. I don't know what's going to happen. It might end up a tie, and then in comes Kamala on her little horse, so whatever. Um, there's not going to be any legislation going through, Frank, but they don't really rule with legislation anymore anyway. You know, are the Republicans going to send an, send another sign another spending bill in the House? Yeah, I know. It's just from one uh, grant, from one slush fund or another, that's where billions and billions are going to Ukraine. It doesn't take acts of Congress to deploy the military anymore. It doesn't take anything. It doesn't take anything. So, um, yeah, like I said, I, we can call it a win in the House, but I think it is a... I think it's a moderate gift in the house to keep people like, oh, what, what, what? Uh, you guys won the house, yeah. You guys won the house. So it's still not fair enough yeah. for you. Yeah. Ooh. Like, please, these. I please. just have to say, Maricopa County, Frank. Honestly, the more I think about it, you had two effing years to figure out how to run an election again in Maricopa County. There is literally zero excuse for 20% of your scanning machines to stop working on election day. They have testing for this. There is zero excuse for your ballots in Maricopa County to be printed like, here, let me show you, I'm gonna pull it up. Did you see what some of these ballots looked like? No. Hold on. Hold on. And then we could talk about South Carolina, which I'll just go off. There is a, hold on, I'm looking for it because here it is. Wait, no, no, no. I don't know where it went, damn it. Maybe uh, Citizen Free Press has it. But the ballots printed literally, it looks like they the toner just didn't work at all on these printers. And they printed these ballots with all these speckle marks and crap at the, at the top. So they'd go to adjudication. And then they're telling people, put your ballot in bin three. We'll take it somewhere and safely count it for you. We don't trust you. You people suck. You don't even know. Like if a company ran itself the way Arizona ran its elections, it would be out of business in less than half the year. Out of business. Hold on. So that's why it's very hard to hold governments accountable for anything. They're above it all. They're above market reproach. Uh, you can't, you, there's no, I mean, it, it's like, can't you run an election? Like this is all, you, this was your only job. Your only job is to run a successful American election. That's it. It's the only job you have. By the way, um, I cannot put my finger on why Mastriano did so poorly with people in Arizona. In Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, sorry, Pennsylvania. Because he lost pretty badly. Right? Yeah, he lost really yeah. badly. Exit polls. 73% of voters angry about the direction of the country, so they voted Democrat. Doesn't make any sense. 
it, it, Barris was saying yesterday, none of this makes any sense whatsoever. And it's the same thing he said in 2020. Yep. Only thing is in 2020, I, I mean, there must be so many subtle, undetectable levels of fraud all over the place. So many layers to make all this just, I don't know, just filter after filter after filter. Um, it just must be. It must be. And, and it's good. And it's good to know that we are speaking along. Uh, we're speaking with such a great many people who come from traditionally all voting habits and, and whatever. Uh, I'm glad that so many others are starting to see. They're starting to see. What do you mean? I like mean, they're like, starting to see what we have to deal with? What we've all been dealing with. Like I said before, if, if you were the uh, if you were the so-called beneficiary of this kind of a trend at, for one time, then it, it was nice. It was it was a nice election mm. night for you. You had your you had your Chardonnay, mm-hmm. you went to bed. But um not not anymore not anymore like uh there's people asking a question i don't know if they're asking it rhetorically or whatever but 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 just just wondering like i saw v uh viva fry uh ask not too long ago or making the statement over 50 percent of michiganders electorate confirmed that they would rather be abused by democrat than vote for a republican it's mind-boggling that that michigan blew my mind too by the way i'm wondering myself did, but did they I mean, obviously, there are hopelessly stupid people in every state, in every country all around the world. I mean, humanity is known for its stupidity. Uh, but, you know, especially when you put us into groups. But um, but I, I'm thinking to myself, did, did are people in Michigan really was it really more than half? And I just I pulled up the I Michigan forget. map right now. I'm looking at the gubernatorial race on it. Whitmer. of the vote to Dixon's 44.8. And that's just not where it was polling ever. 53 to 44. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's not even like a squeaker. No, no. And if you look at the map, like all these votes are in, obviously, Ann Arbor, Detroit, around that area. Um, I just, I just don't, I don't understand it. Meanwhile, I mean, thankfully, we got Johnson back. That's a good thing. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the it's just looking at the map and then seeing where these votes come from. It's every time it's the same crap. Anybody who's cheating in an election, like, it just, it makes me so angry. And like, who the hell do you effing think you are to take my choice away from me? It really bothers me quite a bit. Well, really bothers me. I don't know how you, you, I don't know. And you know what? No matter what, even if let's pretend for just argument's sake, obviously not true, that this election had no fraud in it whatsoever. Baseless were the claims of fraud about any election that we just had. It's baseless. Completely it's all baseless. Baseless claims of fraud by idiots who are election deniers, okay? Nobody trusts the elections. So even if they're running honest elections, nobody trusts them anymore, which is a very big problem for society. Do you only trust elections if you win? Like, how does that work? Like I said, it's about creating it's about creating trends that people internalize as normal. 
and they have all of the infrastructure to do that. And for a while, I guess they didn't have to. Um, but we are in a such a critical point as a as a planet that there, there could be no more delays. They're, they're trying to reset the planet. The United States needs to be assimilated into that plan. And we, we can we can just not we can't leave any window of opportunity open for that to be derailed or delayed in any way, shape or form anymore. I mean, 90s, early 2000s, we could we can let uh, democracy in the Pepsi versus Coke challenge kind of play out over time. But this is a little bit more different because now people are starting, people are, they, they can't be controlled anymore and they're starting to get itchy. And um, and Pepsi versus Coke is not, is not, uh, is not very good. Not, not good enough for them. So that's just it. I, I just want to talk about uh, South Carolina for a second. Our governor won, our seventh district candidate, Russell Fry won. He's now my representative. He had a 54% conservative voting record in the South Carolina House. The South Carolina House is basically, obviously, majority Republican, but votes more liberal than any other Republican House in the entire country, okay? It's true. Trust me, South Carolina of all places. So Russell Fry wins because he's a Trump-endorsed candidate, one of the worst ones he chose, one of the worst. There was somebody else that would have done much better in this seat. We'll put that for another day. Anyway, um, if you have the option to vote straight ticket when you go in, right? So if you take a look at the numbers in South Carolina of what happened, you've got governor, the governor winning South Carolina, like, hold on, where is it? Uh, 980,000 votes to 684,935. So we won 58% of the vote McMaster did, okay? Our governor. And then you look at the, the House race there, and you have Clyburn winning the House in the 6th District, the only, basically the only Democrat to win anything, Jim Clyburn in the 6th District. He won by... 62 to 37 percent and this district goes all the way up into almost like ori county it doesn't make any sense how clyburn takes out a win in the sixth and everybody else in the state is is overwhelmingly elected by like overwhelming margins obviously tim scott won in the senate lindsey graham wasn't up this go round, but it doesn't make any sense if you're gonna vote straight ticket which the majority of people did there you go Got yeah, Clyburn well, in South Carolina. Well, I just, uh, I don't know. Great. Great. I wonder why, I wonder, uh, Kathy Hochul's probably taking the morning to build herself a new beaver dam somewhere up the, uh, up, up in the Adirondacks. She's, she's probably with her, the rest of her beaver family, probably just, uh, laying down the mud finish on top of their dam, um, some creek. I'm just saying, like, if you look around New York, I'm in New York right now. Chuck Schumer wins, right? Chuck Schumer wins. But like Lewis County, upstate New York, he lost by 50% Schumer. He's losing by 40%, 50%. In all of these, like Buffalo, he won by over 10 Buffalo, come on, guys. Seriously, but it's just the big like city. What, the bigger the city, you're not going to get anybody that wants to think independently. The bigger the city, they 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 want nipple suckers. 
Yeah, the, the, the bigger the, the cities are nipple suckers. They, they they need somebody with the biggest nipple to come around that they can and eat pop off it of. in their mouth. That's yeah. all cities are. And these people they sit around. Oh, conservatives just don't get civics. No, you you don't understand real life. Your life in your in the city is only made possible by people outside of it that you shit on all the time. Uh, Nine twenty one a.m. <laughs> Like, why is he saying what time it is? It's, you know, it, it just, I, and I love when people say, well, you know, somebody will show, obviously, like underneath Kathy Hochul's page over the over the last couple of months, they'll show the electoral map of uh, New York, where around Buffalo, yeah, it'll get blue, but everything else is red. Yeah. And there's always some smarmy little something in there in the uh in the uh the the chat that'll go oh land doesn't vote people do you got to get new platitudes because we already said the 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 population in new york city even though i don't know how you could ever be okay with the armpit of a state in the southeast corner of it dictating to this gigantic landmass what it must do with its farmland with its children with its education is so obscene so obscene they say learn civics that's not civics that's just tyranny that's just that's just tyranny did we you're right but but either way you get the armpit of new york dictating to the rest of it and they're like oh well your farmland doesn't vote then you don't even understand the population of the state that you're claiming you own just because you have packed a whole bunch of people many of them not even citizens into the five boroughs you don't even understand the population and and and, and what is possible in this state we could totally have a republican uh a, a state legislature so could california but there's that this is just the world we live in i i wanted to uh jump over to colorado frank because lauren bobert is is they're, the race is so close with 90% of the votes called right now. Lauren Boebert is losing to the Democrat by about 4,000 or so votes. Lauren Boebert. I, the one good thing was I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene um, <laughs> wasted $11 million of Democrats' money. They threw $11 million toward her opponent to try to get her out or to, to put a dent in, in, in whatever. And her race was called in 60 seconds. Yeah, she won like 70% of the vote or something like that. Let me let me take a look here real quick and find that. That was me. that was nice. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. She's up here. Yeah, she won 65.8% of the vote. Uh, yeah, they love her up there. They love her up there. And then that's the thing, too. Look at Georgia. I mean, you're, you're not seeing. Oh, goodness. That's it. That's it. Uh, some people have called another race for the Republicans to make the House race up to 200. I just can't find what race that is. Here we are. See, 200 for the Republicans, 180 for the Democrats. We need another 18 for majority. If we get the majority, take a deep breath. Sleep well a night. That doesn't mean that we've maintained control of the country. It just means that we've been given a little bone to chew on for two years and relax a little bit because there's a lot of work to be done. Not going to be able to relax once the uh, the bombs start dropping in uh, in Ukraine and elsewhere. No. But you know what, honestly? Looking at some of the posturing going on the past couple of weeks, it almost appears as though the United States is starting to tell Zelensky, listen, dude, back the F off. 
Like, start negotiating, stop doing Netflix specials. Like, he's doing Netflix specials. Literally, in the middle of his war-torn country, he's got the Netflix crew in there with the damn spotlight. The hell? Oh, in in, in the subway? Yeah. I saw that. Oh, 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 no, what's it called? David Letterman. I saw David Letterman. It looked like David Letterman's beard from the side was interviewing Zelensky in a uh, in a subway somewhere. They had set it right on a platform in a subway. They had set up all the uh, the chairs it's and, such and a the lights. Joke. You saw you saw Sean Penn yesterday. Yeah, giving him an Oscar. Right. Maybe that maybe that is the uh, maybe it is a uh, an olive branch. I, I have no clue. But the, the problem here is, I don't know. There's just too much. Well, China we'll is going. We we have we and we have a. I don't know who's running the country. Like nobody really knows who's running the country right now. It's Mm-mm. not the man that we supposedly quote voted for. It's not the eighty-one million vote getter that's running the country. That is for damn sure. I'm allowed to say damn. Yes, you can. Um, so I don't know what's going on. Like who's running the country? Who? Or what oh, we don't know. Oh, you know who's running the country? It's the peoples whose names we didn't know about until I don't know 2018. You remember what during the 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 first big Russia lie, and they're starting to investigate Donald Trump, and we're starting to get the drip drip out of what the FBI was really doing, and we started learning names like Bruce and Nellie Orr, mm-hmm. and we started learning names like Glenn Simpson, and we started learning names like. Uh, Lisa Page and Peter Strzok and Kevin Kleinsmith, all these nobodies. Those are the people who run the country Uh, as as a collective, as an individual, they're disposable pieces. But as a collective, that is the hive mind that runs the country. Those are the people who never leave when the the, 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 the diaper wearers come and go. Those those are the people who never leave. And, 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 And there is no constitutional reason for their existence professionally. So Fiona Hill, Vinman. Yeah, keep 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 listing them in the uh, in the chat room, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the people who run the country. Um, it looks like we're we're winning in the Alaska Senate. Murkowski and Shibaka. Is that her real name? Shibaka. How do you say that? Shibaka. Shibaka. It's T S. I T S H I B A K A. Well, Murkowski winning is not a win. No, it's 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 a, it's a century. It's, it's a. It's just a color. Yeah. It's just a color. She's a Trump. Chewbacca is winning right now. She's winning. She's got eighty eight thousand four hundred thirty votes to eighty three thousand eighty eight. I don't know much about her. It says here Trump endorsed Kelly. Chewbacca is beating Murkowski. Um, that would be good. Because I know that that was a little bit of a, a contentious race out there. She ran against a fellow Republican. The battle is largely between the two Republicans. It's too close to call still. Murkowski was up last night, but now it looks like Shibaka has taken it. That's good. Good, good job, Chewy. Yeah. Shibaka. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. Okay, so we're looking here. At our, our, yeah. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's got 45% of the vote to 42. What's the runoff rules in Alaska? Do you know? No. It doesn't look like a runoff to me, honestly, but we'll see what happens. And um, I'm just going to be keeping my eye on, uh, keeping my eye on, on, on Arizona all day. I do not like that they have it shaded blue, but 
we'll see what happens. There's still, again, a lot of votes to come in in Arizona. Um, let me say what I got going here. Oh, they're going to, I mean, there is scrambling going on in Arizona because, you know, just, just the way that Carrie Lake has been talking about what the next couple of years would, would be like at, with her as governor, as far as the cleanup, I, I, I actually do uh, trust she means what she says when yeah. she's, when I think she's, she would take the Ron DeSantis approach with Arizona. She would for sure. And, and, and that would get cleaned up. Um, that, that would get cleaned up. This stuff would not happen anymore. And I, I think that alone, oh boy, I, I just just pray for a squeaker. All you need to do is get her in and she'll get reelected uh, with ease because all this nonsense will be done. Yeah, if she and Fincham takes the secretary of state position, that's almost more important than the governor's position at this point in Arizona. If Fincham takes the secretary of state's position in Arizona and Carrie Lake wins the governorship, Arizona will for, will turn into Florida. Hands down. When was the last time you spoke to him? To Fincham? Yeah. A couple months ago. Oh, okay. Why? No, I was just wondering if you if you guys keep up. I know he, he was on, on the show once or twice, right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. But um, no, he, I mean, he's been busting his hiney out there, and he's got a lot of great ideas for voting, including paper. Paper, like. Wow. Paper sounds revolutionary. Yes, doesn't it? it? It's like we have to go back in time. So Friday, Friday's show um, will will be will be back and uh, we'll talk about what happened in Arizona and a couple other places. And hopefully, if I feel like if we win Arizona, everybody's going to take a big sigh of relief, even though it's it's different because that's going to guarantee Arizona's electoral votes, basically. So it'll it'll be good. It'll be good, but Pennsylvania is a real blow. That's 20 electoral college votes, and um, it's a, I mean, I don't know. Pennsylvania's lost. For 2024, it is. Yeah. For 2024, it is because they have Supreme Court precedent standing by their uh, criminal governorship and their attorney general there in superseding the constitutionally mandated uh, uh, powers and responsibilities of their state legislature to determine how they are running their elections for the presidency. That is going to at least be in place for 2024. How the hell are you even going to challenge that with the Supreme Court when John Roberts already emboldened them to do so? So I, I, I know that there's a lot, like I said, it's a garnet red state and there's a lot of Pennsylvanians that are going to have to live with this on their mind for the next two years, what can they possibly do? Because there's tens of thousands of people more this year watching the polls than there were the years before, and still they well, sent a chemically retarded person to the Senate. I know, and you know what the funny thing is before we go? I said yesterday, imagine what this was like before anyone was paying attention. Because now we're all paying attention. Things go wrong and immediately everyone's talking about it. Like what happened at the polls in Maricopa County eight, 10, 12 years ago, never would have even made the like the press. It just would have been like, oh, you can't vote there. Okay, I'll go somewhere else. Like, yeah. so we're all engaged in paying attention. But thanks guys for hanging out with us today. This was a little bit of a more like, you know, analytical show. Um, come back and join us on Friday. Good to have you guys. You've been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with. Frankie Val on the drums, and I'll see you tonight at 7. And <laughs> Beans, you can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on 
Tune in Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Or you can watch us live at 8.30 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Rumble and Getter. Uh, We will be back on Friday. Later.